Internal Revenue Service, IRS News, Basic Frequently Asked Questions, FAQs Related to Tax Credits for Required Paid Leave Provided by Small and Mid-Sized Businesses. First question, what tax credits does the FFCRA provide? The FFCRA provides businesses with tax credits to cover certain costs of providing employees re with required paid sick leave and expanded family and medical leave for, for reasons related to COVID-19 April 1st, 2020 through December 31st, 2020. Next question. When can employers start claiming the credit? When can employers start claiming the credits? Eligible employers can claim tax credits for qualified leave wages paid to employees on leave due to paid sick leave or expanded family and medical leave for reasons related to COVID-19 for the leave taken beginning on April 1st, 2020 and ending on December 31st, 2020. Eligible employers will claim the credits on their federal employment tax returns, e.g., Form 941, Employer Quarterly Federal Tax Returns. So that's going to be the quarterly returns, the 941, in essence, the payroll returns that have to be done on a quarterly basis. But they can't, back to the text, but they can benefit more uh, quickly from the credits by reducing the federal employment tax deposits. If there are insufficient federal uh, employment taxes to cover the amount of the credits, an eligible employer may request an advance payment of the credits from the IRS by submitting a form 7200 advance payment of the employer credits. So you can imagine what's basically happening here. When we do the normal payroll, what happens is you're going to withhold the, the taxes from the employees, taking it in essence out of their paycheck, and then you have your employer portion of the taxes. Then you're going to pay that to the IRS. Then you're going to report that that has been done quarterly on a quarterly basis with the Form 941s. So you can imagine that if you made these, if you made these payments and then you applied for the credit, that the IRS would then give you uh, the credit back. But if you already have the, the amount that with, with, was withheld and you can apply that out, then you can basically get paid more quickly rather than giving the money to the IRS and then get them giving it back in the form of a credit. Back to the text. Uh, for the circumstances, amounts, and periods for which the credits are available, see determining amount of the tax credit for qualified sick leave wages. There's a link here. Determining the amount of the tax credit for qualified family leave wages. There's a link here for that. We'll put a link to this in the description. And periods of time for which credits are available. Okay, next question. When will employers start to receive the credits? After qualified leave wage payments have been made, eligible employers may receive payment of the credits in accordance with applicable IRS procedures. For more information, you can see how to how do eligible employers claim the credit at this link here. Then next question, what documentation must an eligible employer retain uh, to substantiate eligibility to claim the tax credits? Eligible employers claiming the credits for qualified leave wages and eligible qualified health plan expenses and eligible employers' share of Medicare taxes must retain records and documentations related to and supporting each employee's leave uh, to, to substantiate the claim for the credits to retain uh, and retain the Forms 941, Employer's Quarterly Federal Tax Return, and 7200, Advance of Employer uh, Credits Due to COVID-19, and any other application filing made 
uh, to the IRS requesting the credit. For more information, see How Should an Employer Substantiate Eligibility for Credits for Tax Credits or Qualified Leave Wages? Link here. Next question. What employers may claim the, the tax credits? Eligible employers that are entitled to claim the refundable tax credits are businesses and tax-exempt organizations that, one, have fewer than 500 employees and, two, are required under the FFCRA to pay qualified sick leave wages and or qualified family leave wages. For more information, see only businesses that employ fewer than 500 employees and so on and so forth. Link here. In the, in your, will be a link to this in the description. Next question. What is the amount of the refundable tax credit available to eligible employers? The credits cover 100% of up to 10 days of the qualified sick leave wages and up to 10 weeks of the qualified family leave wages and any qualified health plan expenses allocable uh, to those wages that an eligible employer paid during a calendar quarter plus the amount of the eligible employer share of Medicare taxes imposed on those wages. Qualified sick leave and qualified family leave under the FFCRA are in addition to the employee's pre-existing leave entitlements. See the Department of Labor Families First Coronavirus Response Act questions and answers. There's a link here. Uh, for rules regarding required FFCRA paid sick leave and expanding family and medical leave and other leave entitlements. Eligible employers may only claim a credit for qualified leave wages. Example, an eligible employer pays 10000 in qualified sick leave wages and qualified family leave wages in second quarter 2020. It does not owe the employer's share of Social Security tax on the 10000 but it will owe 145 for the employer's share of Medicare taxes. Its credits equal 10145 because that's the amount there. Okay, which, which include the 10000 in qualified leave wages plus the 145 for the eligible employer's share of Medicare tax. This example does not include any qualified health plan expenses allocable to the qualified leave wages. This amount may be applied against any federal employment taxes that that eligible employer is liable for or any wages paid in second quarter 2020. Any excess over the federal employment tax liabilities is refunded in accordance with normal procedures. Eligible employer must still withhold the employee's share of Social Security and Medicare taxes on the qualified leave wages paid. For more information, you can see the links here. Next question. What are qualified sick leave wages? Qualified sick leave wages are wages that the FFCRA requires an employer to pay to an employee who is unable to work or telework because of either the employee's personal health status, that is the employee's under COVID-19 quarantine or self-quarantine, or has COVID-19 symptoms and is seeking a medical diagnosis or the employee's need to care for others, that is, the employee is caring for someone with COVID-19 or for a child whose school or place of care is closed or child care provider is unavailable. For more information, you can see the link here. Next question, what are qualified family leave wages? Qualified family leave wages are wages that the FFCRA requires an employer to pay to an employee who is unable to work or telework because the employee is caring for a child whose school or place of care is closed or child care provider is unav unavailable due to COVID-19 related reasons. For more information, see the link here. What are qualified health plan expenses? 
Qualified health plan expenses are amounts paid or incurred by an eligible employer to provide and maintain a group health plan as defined in Section 5000B1 of the Internal Revenue Code that are allocable to the employee's qualified leave wages. For more information, see the link here. Next question. What is the eligible employer's share of Medicare tax on qualified leave wages? The FFCRA adds to the tax credits the amount of the hospital insurance tax, also known as Medicare tax, that eligible employers are required to pay on qualified leave wages. The rate for this tax is 1.45% of wages. Eligible employers subject to Railroad Retirement Tax Act do not get this credit. Note, there's no credit for the employer portion of OASDI tax, also known as Social Security tax, that eligible employers are not required to pay on the qualified leave wages because the qualified leave wages are not subject to this tax. So clearly, if you're not subject to the tax, then you're, you're not going to get the credit because the credit is, in essence, basically, you know, kind of a reimbursement out of the tax. Right? So let's go to the next one. Next question. Are any small businesses exempt from the requirement to provide qualified sick or family leave wages? The FFCRA permits the Department of Labor to provide rules that a business uh, with fewer than 50 employees may use to claim an exemption from providing paid sick leave and expanded family and medical uh, leave for the purposes of caring for a child whose school or place of care is closed or whose child care provider is unavailable due to COVID-19 related reasons if providing these qualified leave wages would jeopardize the viability of their businesses as a going concern. In other words, if they're, if they're really likely to, you know, go out of business is what going concern in essence means. Are they a viable going concern business? Any business that claims the, ex the exemption is not entitled to tax credits for any qualified leave wages that they are exempt from providing. Also note that the FFCRA permits employers whose employees are healthcare providers or emergency responders uh, not to provide qualified sick leave or qualified family leave wages to those employees. For more information about exceptions from the requirement to provide uh, paid sick leave and expected family and medical uh, leave under the FFCRA, see Department of Labor's, and then there's a link here. Next question. How do eligible employers claim the credit? Eligible employers will report their total qualified leave wages and eligible qualified health plan expenses and the eligible employer's share of Medicare tax and the qualified leave wages for each quarter on their federal employment tax return using Form 941. That's the standard quarterly tax return that you got to do for payroll taxes. That's going to back to the text, Employer's Quarterly Federal Tax Return. Form 941 is used to report income tax and Social Security and Medicare taxes withheld by most eligible employers from an employee's wages, as well as the eligible employer's own share of Social Security and Medicare taxes. So in other words, on that form, you report both the employee, you got the employer portion and the employee portion of Social Security and Medicare uh, there. In anticipation of receiving the credits, eligible employers can fund qualified leave wages and allocable qualified health plan expenses and the eligible employer's share of Medicare tax on the qualified leave wages by accessing federal employment taxes related to wages paid between April 1, 2020 and December 31, 2020, including withheld taxes that would otherwise be required to be deposited with the IRS. So again, you can see what's happening here. They're, they're planning to give a credit 
on, on things that you're going to withheld. So usually what happens, you've got the employee, the employee earns revenue. The idea is that you take money from them that really they owe to the IRS, that being their portion of Social Security, Medicare, and federal income taxes, and the employer then pays their taxes for them. So the employee never touches it. That's what normal payroll taxes are, right? So the employer is required to pull away from their wages the Social Security, Medicare, and uh, federal income tax, and then they have to pay their own portion of Social Security and Medicare. That's kind of like the matching portion. So, and the idea now is they're going to get the the IRS is given a credit for that. So, so you can either pull that out, pay it to the IRS, and then they're going to give it back to you, or you can just you can pull that out. You've taken that out of of their wages, and, and instead of depositing it, then uh, if you you know you wouldn't right. And in that case, instead of you giving them the money and they give it back to you in a credit. You just don't give them the money, right? In the in the first place, kind of is basically kind of the idea there. So, okay, back to the text. This means that an anticipation of claiming the credits on Form 941, eligible employers can retain the federal employment taxes that they otherwise would have deposited, including federal income tax from the employees. So, in other words, when you do the 941, it's usually an informational form, meaning you're saying, hey. This is how much uh, that that was calculated that I owe for for Social Security and Medicare and federal income tax, and this is how much I actually deposited. And it's usually just an information form. You've already you've already done the withholdings. You've already made the payments to the to the government for it. Now in this case, there's going to be a credit, right? We know that's going to happen on the 941. So now you now you can take that into consideration and and basically not make the payment. Because you're going to say when you do your informational return, it's going to say this is how much we owed, this is the credit, and then this is the deposit. It'll still be zero, right? The 941 is just an informational return if it's all if it all works out correctly. But but you didn't make the deposit because you're you're applying the credit out. That's kind of that's how I'm reading that. That's uh, the essence of it as I see it. This is my interpretation, obviously, of the text I'm reading here. Back to the text. The employees share of Social Security and Medicare wages and the eligible employer's share of Social Security and Medicare taxes with respect to all employers. Okay, the Form 941 will provide instructions about how to reflect uh, the reduced liability for the quarter related to the deposit schedule. For more information how to calculate, you have a link here. Obviously, you might want to look at the instructions for Form 941 and see if they've updated those for uh, help as well. Next question. What if an eligible employer does not have enough federal employment tax set aside for deposits to cover its obligation to provide qualified qualified leave wages? So now we're saying uh, normally we take withholdings from the employee for, for the wages and we would have to deposit those and, we, and then we'd have our portion that we would have to deposit. What if that doesn't even cover the amount of wages we have to we have to pay so we don't we don't have to give that money to the government but it's still not enough to cover possibly uh the the wages that we pay and we have this short-term uh cash flow problem here right so okay uh so answer if an, an eligible employer does not have enough federal employment taxes set aside for deposit to cover its obligation to provide a qualified leave wages and allocable qualified health plan expenses and the employer's share of Medicare tax on the qualified leave wages, the employer may request an advance of the credits by completing Form 7200, Advanced Payment of Employer Credits Due to COVID-19. So if you got a cash flow issue that's a result of uh, payroll and and then you might be able to get the advance you can look at that uh, link to that form here 
Or you can go, of course, to the IRS website search form uh, 7200. The eligible employer will account for the amount received as an advance when it files its form 941 quarterly uh, federal tax return. So that's going to be reported. That advance will be reported on the quarterly payroll taxes, the 941s, for the relevant quarter. For more information about claiming the tax credits for providing qualified leave wages, see how to claim the credits. There's a link here. Next question. What makes the credit fully refundable? So what does it mean in essence? What does fully refundable mean? The credits are fully refundable because the eligible employer may get a refund if the amount of the credit is more than certain federal employment taxes the eligible employer owes. That is, if for any calendar quarter the amount of the credit the eligible employer is entitled is entitled to exceed the employer portion of the social security tax on all wages or the employer portion of the social security tax and medicare tax on all compensation for employers subject to rrta paid to all employees then the excess is treated as an overpayment and refunded to the eligible employer under section 6402a or 6413a of the internal revenue code next question are similar tax credits available to self-employed individuals? Yes, FFCRA also provides uh, comparable credits for self-employed individuals carrying on any trade or business within the meaning of Section 1402 of the Internal Revenue Code if this self-employed individual would be entitled to receive paid leave under the EPSLA or expanded FMLA if the individual were an employee of an employer other than him or herself. So in other words, when you think about the self-employed individual, you kind of have a payroll situation with regard when you think about it from the IRS standpoint. Why do I say that? I would typically think about that in terms of, uh, are you paying Social Security and Medicare, which are kind of like payroll taxes, and in essence you are. So when you think about payroll from an IRS standpoint, and this is just my kind of interpretation, it's often, often holds, you know, valid or it often holds for, for different areas of, of when you're going to apply these types of things out related to payroll. I mean, if you're paying Social Security and Medicare, that's kind of like the payroll taxes and the sole proprietor pays those on you know, the net income of the Schedule C typically. So you would think then the because you're paying payroll taxes, you think the IRS is basically treating the self-employed individual kind of like they're an employee of themselves requiring them to pay payroll taxes. And if you're an employee of yourself, then under that logic, you would think you would get the same kind of benefits that an employee of another uh, individual would have. So that's kind of my, again, my interpretation of, of the justification. It can get a little funny when you think about how these payroll items apply to uh, self-employed individuals. Also, S-corporations uh, can be a little funny too, because if you're a single member S-corp, you kind of pay yourself uh, in a way as well. So Okay, so if you want more information, there's a link on that one here. That's next question. Only businesses that employ fewer than 500 employees are eligible for the credits because only those businesses are required to provide qualified leave wages. How is the fewer than 500 employee threshold determined? A business is considered to have fewer than 500 employees if, at the time an employee's uh, leave is to be taken, the business employee's employees fewer than 500 full-time and part-time employees within the United States, which includes any state of the United States, the District of Columbia, or any territory or possession of the United States. The DOL guidance 
uh, provides a more detailed summary of which employers must be taken into account for purposes of the fewer than 500 employee threshold. DOL guidance also explains when businesses uh, entities should be treated as separate employers and when they should be uh, aggregated as a single employer for purposes of determining their total number of employees. For more information, there's a link here. Next question. May an eligible employer reduce its federal employment tax deposit by the qualified leave wages that it has paid without incurring a failure to deposit penalty? And the answer is yes. An eligible employer may not be subject to a penalty under Section 6656 of the Internal Revenue Code for failing to deposit federal employment taxes related to qualified leave wages and allocable qualified health plan expenses and eligible employer's share of Medicare tax on the qualified leave wages. So that's the point. They're basically saying, hey, you know, this is a special circumstance. Instead of giving us the money and then us giving you a credit, we're putting this credit involved in here. And therefore, we're telling you to basically not make the deposit in this case. And then if you're not making the deposit, am I going to be penalized for that? Uh, Typically, you would not if you're in compliance here uh, with it. So, okay, in calendar quarter. So, number one, the eligible employer paid qualified leave wages to its employees in the calendar quarter before the required deposit. Two, the amount of federal employment taxes that the eligible employer does, does not timely deposit is less than or equal to the amount of the eligible employer's anticipated tax credits for these qualified leave wages and allocable qualified health plan expenses and the eligible employer's share of federal tax on the qualified leave wages for calendar quarter as of the time of the required deposit. And three, the eligible employer did not seek payment of an advance credit by filing Form 7200 Advance Payment of Employer Credits Due to COVID-19 with respect to any portion of the anticipated credits uh, it it relied upon to reduce its deposit. For more information about the relief from the penalty uh, for failure to deposit federal employment taxes on account of qualified leave wages, you have the link here. Next question. May an eligible employer receive both the tax credits for qualified leave wages under the FFCRA and the employee retention credit under the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, CARES Act? Yes. If an eligible employer also meets the requirements for the employee uh, retention credit, it may receive both credits but not for the same wage payments. Section 2301 of the CARES Act allows certain employers subject to a full or uh, partial closure under due uh, order due to COVID-19 or experiencing a significant decline in gross receipts uh, to tax credits for retaining their employees. This employee retention credit is equal to 50% of the qualified wages, including allocable qualified health plan expenses paid to the employees after March 12, 2020 and before January 1, 2021, or up to 10000 in qualified wages for each employee for all calendar quarters. However, the qualified wages for the employee retention credit do not include the amount of the qualified leave wages for which the employer received tax credits under the FFCRA. Note, the IRS expects to issue frequently asked questions on the employee retention credit under the CARES Act during April 2020. Next question. May an eligible uh, employer receive both the tax credits for a qualified leave wage under FFCRA and a small business interruption loan under the CARES Act? Yes. However, if an eligible employer receives tax credit for a qualified leave wages 
those wages are not eligible for payroll costs for purposes of receiving a loan forgiveness under the Section 1106 of the CARES Act. 